What's up, Yankee fans? We are back with another episode of Yankee Crazy Podcast. And we are going to talk about the Subway Series. I don't know about you, but the Subway Series used to have so much more hype behind it when they first started and teams were having the interleague weekends. And I believe the Yankees, when they first started, it used to play the Mets once at Yankee Stadium and once at, was it Shea at the time? Or was it City when they started it? I can't remember. I think it was Shea, right? Yeah, yeah, had to be Shea. But it used to have a lot more excitement to it. And interleague play, to me, is just, eh, it's like whatever now. It, 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 there's, not, there's not any rhyme or reason when they play it. I thought it was big when all the teams got had inter... inter <laughs> I can't even say it. When they did interleague play on a weekend. And it just, it doesn't even matter anymore. I don't know. Maybe they need to go back to doing it like every two years. I'm sure there's some fans out there who love it, but with the Yankees playing the Mets at this point now, it's like the Yankees, it's must wins. And if they don't, it's not a good look for them. The Mets are around 500. Yankees, we know, playing really well. They Exact, not this week. The past 10 games are four and six. Not having a great run right now. But higher in the standings, obviously, than the Mets. And it's those past couple of years. It's, for the most part, Yankees, it's a no-win situation because if they lose to the Mets, people you know, are like, oh my goodness, I can't believe they lost to the Mets. They're just expected to win. So if they win, it's like, oh, well, they should have won. Anyway, that's been it for the most part. There have been those years where the Mets have had better seasons than the Yankees a couple of years back, right? So I'm not so crazy about this Subway Series. Making it a two-game set, uh, and yesterday just a doubleheader. So it's just one day of interleague play and I think I think MLB's got to do something to change it I don't know what I don't have ideas for it yet but what about you do you guys like interleague play do you like watching the Yankees play the Mets you can let us know yankeecrazypodcast at gmail.com go to all our social media pages Instagram Yankee Crazy Podcast, Twitter, Yankee Crazy Pod. Go to their Facebook page and like that too. All right? Or the Anchor app, as you know, you can leave voice messaging on it if you listen to the show on the Anchor app. Go check it out. They, they do good stuff. They just got bought by Spotify too. So, all right. We're going to take a break, get into this two-game set, a day-night doubleheader, and stay tuned. And we are back. So, if you watch these games, it's a lot of sloppy play. And 
someone that I'm not fully concerned about, but slightly. Didi Gregorius. He has a couple of errors since being back, and he's just, there's something not right. I hope there's not some sort of an injury. His offense looks great. He is hitting the ball well, but he's not making the plays that he usually makes in his sleep. So, hoping that this isn't any sort of a sign that there's a reason for alarm. Probably not. Probably just a little rusty. Probably just needs to come back and be fully, well, I think he's fully ready. I didn't say come back and be ready, but I think he just needs a little bit more time. But overall, all the errors in these games, they, you know, one game had five errors, the other had one, and just some sloppy play, five errors. Jeez, come on now. This is Major League Baseball, not the minors. Anyway, the one, I shouldn't say one, I just went over an area of concern. <laughs> Another area of concern is James Paxton. <sighs> not, not looking good. And, you know, he's been up and down this year. He had that stretch where he was pitching really well, then unfortunately goes on the I.L., and he's not looking like the ace that the Yankees thought they got. And a little bit of concern. You look at this staff and you say, you know, if the playoffs started tomorrow, who would you have starting game one? I'm not sure. At different points in the season, I would have said different people. Paxton at one point. Tanaka has had some flashes, but not, not uh, playoff round, not first round of playoff quality. Then we've got the starter, the opener, the old, which is crazy that the Yankees are doing it. And it's led to a lot of talk of what's going to happen at the trade deadline. And we still have time. It's you know mid-June, but this is the time when everybody starts talking about it because trade line... Trade deadline being the end of July, are the Yankees going to just say, we need Max Scherzer, let's go after him, let's give them what they want? Supposedly, the Giants are asking for a lot for Madison Bumgarner. I'm not sure he's the type that the Yankees should pick up, although he could have a resurgence in his career, kind of like the way Justin Verlander did when he got traded from the Tigers to the Astros. But you never know. You never know what's going to happen. So it is a little concerning. Yankees definitely need that other starter. Did not get Keuchel, which probably is a good thing. I think the Yankees need to step up and get a really good starter. And unfortunately, that's going to mean moving some prospects. And one guy like Tyro Estrada, he's not even a prospect now. He is major league ready he is already proven it and I don't know about you guys but for me I never want to trade any of these guys I really don't I see Tyro Estrada and I'm like oh come on can't the Yankees keep him oh but it's a tricky situation and like I've discussed on the show you got to give up something to get something
So, just to recap these games, because I, I don't know. The Yankees had some, some great offensive output in the first game, putting up 12 runs. You had Luke Voigt looking really good. You had Gio Urshela with some great offense. And even Urshela, his defense, you know, which was the one thing that everybody said was amazing. He's there's a few plays where I'm like, oh, how, you know, how do you miss that, or why do you throw that ball away, or you know, it's a little, um, it's a little up and down. I don't know if he got too cocky and he's like, oh, my defense is great, <laughs> but he is still producing offensively. Although I have to say, in that second game, Yankees had so many opportunities against Vargas, and I just kept waiting for something to happen, and even. When they did get those, was it two runs or three runs early on, but they had the bases loaded at one point, and Clint Frazier actually showed a nice piece of hitting going to the right side with that ball. It's just that Alonzo, the first baseman, was shifted and made that play on him, but I liked it. It was a nice piece of hitting there. Anyway, they split the Subway Series. Next one isn't until July I believe, and then I think that's it. I don't know. Are they playing them again? Not sure, but as we talked about in the first segment, I think MLB's got to do something a little bit different to make these interleague play games more special, like the way they used to. Now it's like, you know, Yankees play uh, the Diamondbacks on like a Tuesday and a Wednesday, and it's just, I don't know, just, just, Need something. Need something to put some more hype into this. All right. Let's move on. It's going to be a short show. Not, not too much to wrap up with this, with this Subway series, but we will talk about the White Sox that are coming up and what the Yankees need to do in this series. So hold on. Stay tuned. Okay, and we are back. And... I don't feel like today was a good show. I don't know about you guys, but I don't know. Just just not feeling it with the Mets series. Just uh, was such a lackluster game for the Yankees to end on that maybe if they ended on the win, I would be in a little bit of a better mood, feeling really good. But I, they didn't. <laughs> And you've got Yankees going to Chicago. White Sox been hovering around 500 all year long here. And this is a statement series. Yankees have not won a series since last week. And they need to go into Chicago and get fired up. They got to start winning games. The Rays are now tied with them for first. And I'm sure this is going to go the whole season. It's going to be up and down. Red Sox made it back to 500. So you know that they're going to be lurking. And this is a sport, a league, where it all matters after the All-Star break. So would love to see the Red Sox really decline and not have any chance to come back in the second half. But you got to expect them to make moves. you got to expect them to be there at the end. But this is too tight right now. The Yankees need to start making up some room to the Rays. Do not want to have a wild card appearance again. Okay? 
So, need to go into Chicago. Got a day off today. Series starts tomorrow. Four games set. They have to refocus, re-energize. You know, is some of the starting lineup that everyone was on. The Yankees were all going on on like full full cylinders. What's that? What's that expression? All cylinders. They were firing on all cylinders. All these guys when they were calling them the the rail riders, basically. But they got to get back to that. Can't let up now. They have to just re-energize themselves, and guys need to start clicking. Not really any relief coming very soon, according to some things. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton had a home run the other day. Everybody's going crazy that he hits a home run in one of his rehab starts. Not sure when he's going to be back, but they need his bat in the lineup. They need him to come and carry this team for like a couple of weeks. Judge, the last I heard, was that he might be back for the London series, which is kind of wild. Still can't believe they're playing in London. Dallin Batansis had a setback, slight lat strain, so they're shutting him down for a couple of weeks. He is another potent bullpen arm that the Yankees could use. So it's not like the cavalry's coming for the Yankees. They have got to all start playing again like they were playing. Can't go a week or 10 days of four and six baseball. Got to start winning series again. And, you know, baseball's a marathon, not a sprint. So I know these things happen, but it's time to refocus, beat the White Sox, need to take at least three out of four games in Chicago. Obviously want the, the sweep, always want the sweep, especially a four-game sweep. Those are always magnificent. But we'll see what happens. We will see if Didi gets his defense back in gear, and we'll see if this team can get back to the way it was gelling early on. So, you know, they've done a great job up until now. Don't mean to go on the negative. They have done really well to be a first-place team with all these injuries. But can't use that. Just can't use it because no one's going to say, oh, let's feel bad for them, all right? The Rays are going to be in there. And all the other teams the Yankees are going to face are all trying to compete, obviously. So that's going to wrap it up. Hope you get to watch this series. Hope it's a good one for the Yankees. Hope that they can really dominate the White Sox, who they need to. This is going, again, to these 500 or below teams that the Yankees really need to beat up on. All right, that's it, guys. Enjoy the series. We will see you back here on Friday for the Mario 5 and potentially a guest. We may have an interview. All right, so stay tuned, and we'll see you soon. And let's go Yankees. Hey, guys. We're keeping our promise to David Cohn. If you have not gone out and bought Full Count by David Cohn, written with Jack Curry, go out and get it now. The book really is great. It really keeps you engaged, and it's a page-turner, I got to say. 
It really, really is. Do yourself a service. If you're looking for a book, go out, get full count. Okay? That's it. Stop. Just go buy it right now. Get on Amazon. <laughs> get on Barnes & Noble. Run out to the store. Go get it. Support David Cohn. It's a great book, seriously.